delighted to have returning again this week, David Olson from BlockFi. David, thanks so much for coming back. Thank you, Tina. Pleasure to be here. It's great to have you. Um, we're going to get into um, a little bit of a deep dive into Bitcoin ATMs. But before we do, I just wanted to check in with you, given um, the election this week, lots going on um, in the geopolitical space and seems to be having a bit of an impact in the lending market and uh, seems to have a bit of softening around the DeFi space. What's going on? Yeah, um, always interesting. Uh, the election, uh, we think at BlockFi, obviously will be good for, for, for crypto, which, whatever, whichever way uh, the election goes. Well, we think it'll be positive because the government still needs to spend a lot of money. Central banks still need to print a lot of money to get us out of this COVID crisis. Yeah. Uh, so crypto is going to benefit from that, obviously, and especially Bitcoin. Uh, on the lending side of things, you're right. Uh, sort of uh, the you know the DeFi craze has has settled down a bit, um, and a bit of normalcy has returned to the market. So we saw ETH rates, borrow rates skyrocket over the last kind of couple months um, mm -hmm. to actually above where dollar rates, uh, dollar lending rates were, which is which is pretty significant, which we hadn't seen before, um, and just people scrambling to get ETH from whatever, from whatever corner back of the sofa, uh, you know, that, that they could. Uh, and now we're seeing that sort of trade unwind and, and wondering, you know, what will be, what will be the next thing in terms of dollar rates? Um, they've settled down a bit. The futures curve has flattened a bit as we headed it into election and the volatility calmed down. So the topic of the week uh, talking about Bitcoin is um, Bitcoin ATMs. Um, just give us an overview. What exactly is a Bitcoin ATM for anyone who doesn't know? Sure. Obviously, an ATM or cash point here in the UK is where we go to withdraw fiat currency. Mm -hmm. A Bitcoin ATM, on the other hand, is usually where someone would go to purchase cryptocurrency, predominantly, uh, predominantly Bitcoin. Uh, there are some uh, kiosks that will also let you sell your Bitcoin online and then withdraw fiat, which is pretty, which is pretty cool. Um, we are also seeing some uh, some of the altcoins get supported by 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 some of the kiosks uh, as well. Okay, so moving toward crypto ATMs, um, not just Bitcoin ATMs, um, yes. and uh, moving from a vending machine to essentially more of an interactive buy and sell experience. Um, yes, take us through how they work. So uh, we've actually uh, enlisted one of our. Uh, Underwriters Joe Chu uh, to be an intrepid Bitcoin ATM explorer. You'll okay. see him here in the slides, or at least um, he's our hand model. Uh, so you can see him approach uh, a Bitcoin ATM. We've had to, you know, obviously uh, blank out the uh, the name of the vendor, um, and then he's given a few choices. I think there's buy an e-gift card, uh, mm -hmm. donate to charity, and then uh, buy Bitcoin. And so he selects buy Bitcoin, which then takes him into a disclaimer page. Uh, and he has to accept the disclaimers. And there's a number of them, like the quantity of, of, of funds that he can deposit uh, in a day, the fact that he'll have to go through AML KYC procedures before receiving it, et cetera. Mm -hmm. um, he then inserts his fiat currency into the machine. Uh, the machine prints out uh, a receipt that has a code on it. So when he goes home, he logs into a website uh, that's on the receipt. Uh, he punches in his code. Then he has to go through AML KYC. 
and then finally he gets his Bitcoin put into, into a wallet. Uh, and the Bitcoin uh, will arrive uh, obviously without certain fees uh, that the ATM operator will take out. Um, and those fees can range uh, from three to 10%. So it's so not- Is that the portion new to this um, experience? Or has so that in, been there? It, no, it is. So it is, it is new. In the US, Bitcoin ATMs are regulated as money service businesses. So they have to have FinCEN regulation mm. here. Uh, and and, and that's, uh, that's a relatively new development. And the US has kind of been, ATM operators have been flexible in rolling that out. Um, I think in the UK, uh, the fact that uh, the FCA has said that all, uh, all companies dealing in cryptocurrencies or virtual currencies need to uh, need to register with them has thrown some of the Bitcoin ATM operators for, the, for a loop. Yeah. Um, and they're struggling, you know, obviously to get the infrastructure together uh, to, to allow people to, to, to continue to use them. Yeah, I can imagine. So where does one find a Bitcoin ATM? You mentioned the US, the UK. Um, are they prevalent? Yeah. As, as you can see from the, the heat map that we've we put together, they're predominantly in the US almost 10,000 in North America with 9,300 in the US. Uh, there's a few hundred in the UK, most of those in London. The most famous one uh, it used to be in Bond Street, which um, just spontaneously started spitting out pound notes uh, <laughs> a couple years back and has since been removed. Um, uh, but they're growing in number and, and we're seeing just the numbers of, of, of Bitcoin ATMs and cash points explode in the US and, and, and in Europe. So who's using Bitcoin ATMs? Who's the target market for this service? That's a really good question. The first people would be just those who are adventure seekers or looking for novelty and buying their first, their first Bitcoin. But the vast majority, we believe, are People are looking to remit funds back to their countries, which are probably in uh, developing markets mm -hmm. where local currencies uh, are probably not as stable and uh, maybe, uh, you know, have deflation versus, uh, versus, for example, U.S. dollar or, mm -hmm. uh, or pound or Bitcoin for, for that matter. So they're using it as, as a way to securely send money back home uh, without having to go through kind of the loop, you know, jump through hoops in terms of capital controls, which a lot of these countries would have as well. They probably get a higher rate. What we've heard is there's a higher rate changing from cryptocurrency like Bitcoin to local currency than if they went through regulated channels and sending fiat like dollars and then converting into local currency. Meaning it's more expensive for them or less expensive? For it's, them? it's less expensive because the exchange rates for changing into crypto from cryptocurrency to local currency uh, are better, uh, more in favor of, of the retail user. Yeah, fantastic. Maybe we should try it. <laughs> I, I think we should check if the bonds, the, if the, the bonds. Well, if it's giving ATM away free money, yeah, somebody yeah. should go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. David, it's always a pleasure to have you. Thanks so much for coming back. Likewise, thanks to you. Take care.